0: Welcome to Gapology Radio with your hosts, Mark Tinas and Brian Brockhoff. This is your podcast covering tactics for creating winning leadership and sustainable winning organizations. Discover more information detailed in their books, Gapology, Imbar, and their newest release, Speed of Purpose. We can be reached at Gapology.org and our books can be found at Amazon.com.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to Gapology Radio. We're excited to be back on the air and we have a lot of cool stuff to share with you over the coming weeks. These crazy times have really impacted business out there and we're definitely no exception. But the one thing that it has done is provide some extra time to wrap up a few projects that we've been working on and allow us to adjust our current workshop offerings to fit into this new virtual world that we're all living in. We've built out a more modular training for Gapology where we can deliver it in a series of sessions via Zoom, Skype, or even through a series of conference calls. So if you've had to cancel any live training events in your business, we can help out virtually to fit your needs and help your leaders grow. For the past 11 years since the launch of our flagship book, Gapology, people have been asking for an audiobook version. Well, we're very happy to announce that it's now done and it's available right now on Audible. I know that even if you've read the paper version of the book, hearing it read out loud will be a very different experience. And you may even pick up a few new things. And speaking of new things, last month, Mark and I launched our third book together. This one's called Speed of Purpose. We've hit on many of the book elements here on the podcast, but now we're going to dedicate the next several weeks to walking you through the premise and many of the tactics that are featured. So let's get this new series rolling and give Mark Tina's a call. Hey Mark, how are ya? Great. How are you? Good, good. I'm excited. We're going to get these things rolling again. Let's do it. I know. So I just uh, let everybody know that we're going to be talking about Speed of Purpose. So do wow. you? So do you realize that we first put out a teaser on Speed of Purpose back in August of 2018?
0: That's
1: crazy. (laughs) I know. 2018. Great
0: Great work takes time.
1: It does. Yeah. We have definitely been working hard on this. Um, I know you've done a ton of testing with this, um, and I'm I'm really excited to walk everybody through it. The book came together great. I think it looks beautiful, and uh, there's so much great content in there. I think people are going to really love it.
0: Yeah. Thanks for all your work. the The amazing thing is that speed of purpose is fully in play. It's not like some theory. We've actually implemented it fully. Right. And it's unbelievable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for you to share like some of the success stories. And super exciting. Are you ready? Yeah. So, uh, what what part do you want to start with?
0: Well, let's just talk about. Let's just give them the background.
1: Okay. I think that's good um, for the first one here. Yeah. So.
0: Purpose is something that we were all created to have in our lives, and most people don't have it today. So when you give someone purpose as a leader uh, of a team or an organization, everything changes and it becomes the reason for being. So we wrote Speed of Purpose to enable leaders to do that. And enable them to achieve the great things that come from a team or an organization that has purpose, and it's, it's it's really that simple. And and we found that great leaders, what has made them great is that they've given their team purpose.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's crazy how so often people just feel like their job there is just, you know, it's something that they have to go through and just do. You know, they just get up every day. They, you know, put on their suit and tie and head into the office. And um, so often I think people miss what the purpose is for the organization.
0: Yeah, or, or there isn't one. Right. Yeah, let me give some stats around that to reinforce what you're saying. So Harvard Business Review did a study, and they found that 80% of Americans do not have their dream job. Okay, that, that's logical. That's not that big of a deal. But that is also telling. But when you combine that with the Gallup organization study, so they did a survey of workforce engagement, and they found that 51% of people are not engaged mm, wow. at, at their, to their job, at their work. And 16% of those are actively disengaged. So everything changes when you give a team purpose. So we simply wrote a book called Speed of Purpose about how to do that from start to finish. How to um, develop a purpose and give it to the team. We, we often use the term wrap the team in purpose. And uh, we, we, just, we just teach that. And then we fully implemented Every single aspect of the book, fully implemented within organizations, measured it, etc., and it's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think I think it's just a gift. If you're able to give somebody purpose, you know, tying something like on an emotional level where people are able to tie their work to something that's meaningful, um, that is going to really drive. You know, extra. I, I think people are going to work harder. They're going to enjoy, uh, you know, doing what they do. They're going to stay longer. They're going to, you know, I think, um, you know, be more creative in, in that type of environment.
0: Well said. Uh, work is no longer work when you have purpose.
1: Right. Um, purpose becomes uh,
0: the reason. You know that you, that you do it. it. It it gives the meaning to it. We tested this out and the, the subtitle of the book is achieving 2.8 times productivity. So we are suggesting that a team with purpose compared to a team without purpose can have 2.8 times the productivity you know with, with purpose versus without. And we've tested that. We believe in that and it's crazy you know th- think about your team uh, or your organization. And what if they were almost three times as productive, you know, how would that change things? So here's how that works uh, in the simplest of terms. So purpose creates engagement within the team. They become engaged with their work. That engagement creates a discretionary effort that wasn't there before. So that discretionary effort, you might say, is going above and beyond, going the extra mile. Uh, That in and of itself increases productivity. So if you looked at it from an acronym standpoint, it would be purpose, engagement, productivity. Purpose creates engagement, and then through the discretionary effort creates productivity. And that's where the 2.8 comes from. And we believe in the 2.8 because we've seen examples of where it's 10 times productivity 10 times once you get to the individual level the variable with purpose is just off the charts and it cannot be underestimated so um we 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 can't tell you enough that the 2.8 times is real it's not some pie in the sky number it's something you can do within your team and organization or organization and uh, it's achievable
1: yeah so you know that that acronym that's P-E-P that's PEP that's interesting yeah. So, yeah so add a little PEP to your team get, add some purpose <laughs> and you can have up to 10 times productivity I think that's uh, a lot of PEP yeah <laughs> I, I don't even know if we spelled that out in the book I think that's perfect you know if you think about it that way yeah
0: so it's it's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big deal. And it works. So let me give you some of the the meat of the book and how we how we organized our thought process. So purpose again becomes the reason for being, you know, in, in a given role. And and as a leader, you must make every role important and tie it back to the purpose. So what we developed for, for the book were three primary drivers. And we're not going to go any further than these three things, and we want you to, to understand these. And the, the book, again, is split into these three sections. So the first is people. We really liked the terminology wrap people in purpose because we could see it visually. Just taking this purpose and wrapping it around everyone. Everyone means every role. So every role in an organization or on a team must be tied to the purpose. Every role matters, every role is important, therefore every person is important. When you achieve that and you don't have this hierarchy of importance, it's, it's a game changer. So wrap your people in purpose and that's, that's one of the key segments of the book and we call that a driver of, of purpose. Do you want to add anything on that one, uh, Brian? And then
1: I'll go on to the next. Yeah, I just, I just want to say that um, your people will begin to feel it once you wrap them in purpose. So every element of their work lives gets wrapped in purpose with this model. And they will begin to feel it. They'll feel it in just their normal workday, but also in, you know, extracurricular functions, um, their training, their uh, interviewing, all those pieces. They'll begin to really feel that they're part of something that has purpose.
0: You know, and that uh, becomes a significant recruiting source. When you wrap your team in purpose, they're going to tell other people. And people they know are going to want to come and join. So it becomes contagious. So that's, that's the first driver. The next driver is performance. And this one is often missed. So you have to be able to measure purpose. What happens when purpose is fully implemented? What are the measures of that? What does greatness look like? What does success look like? What does fully implemented purpose look like? So when you define those measures, you can begin then measuring the performance of the team in relation to purpose. And once you have those metrics, it's incredible how far you can go because you know where purpose is alive and you know where purpose is not and and you can affect it greatly. So you, you have to tie purpose and performance, and again this is a, this is a big missing link here, uh, but it's so critical because you can measure purpose. What's it look like when it's fully implemented? You know what what are the numbers? What are the measures? So performance must be linked directly to purpose.
1: You know a lot of times people are you know, just focused on the numbers. Um, Because that's what they're measured on. That's what they're reviewed on. Their raises and and things are are based on that. Um, But understanding how those numbers work when it comes to purpose. um, You know, why are those things important? You know, having your team fully understand that, they begin to believe in it, and they begin to work harder to achieve it.
0: Just because an organization gives you numbers to hit, that doesn't mean those are the numbers. What if you could achieve something far beyond that?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yep. I, I wouldn't be real accepting of, oh, thank you for, you know, the measures that I'm expected to hit. Mm-hmm. What if they don't know about the 2.8 times? What if they don't know about purpose? And what mm-hmm. if you and your team or organization fully implement purpose? How can you totally transform the organization through your performance? So oftentimes the numbers given or the numbers expected aren't good enough. mm mm-hmm. They aren't with purpose.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're so so right that, you know, I think when people read this book, they're going to think of it from an organizational standpoint, uh, perhaps, but it's really any work group can apply these pieces. Even if the the larger organization, um, you know, isn't really speaking purpose, but your work group, whatever you're in charge of, whatever team you're leading, you can absolutely build purpose um, and you can really go after this, uh, you know, just with your work group.
0: Yeah. So when your team has purpose and your team becomes an outlier in performance, that'll get noticed and potentially then that will change the organization forever. Yep one of my favorite things to do was to set my bar higher than my supervisor. If my supervisor expected me to achieve an eight, I would expect a 12, and that worked well for me. So what we've learned through our work with purpose and fully implementing, I might remind you again, every aspect of this book, we found that industry-leading results are very doable. And purpose is the foundation of what you're doing. Yep. All right. So the last driver is process. So it sounds sterile. It sounds like it's not related to purpose, but what if every process had purpose as the foundation? How would it change the process? What if it felt like the purpose? So think about this. The, the biggest thing here is that everything must be about the purpose The purpose must be integrated into all aspects of your business. You can't have a business process that is disconnected from your purpose. Don't let it happen. It won't work. In many of the organizations we've been working with recently, we simply come to the point where purpose is used as a decision-making tool. We turn to each other and say, does this decision align with our purpose? How does it align with our purpose? And it makes decision-making quite easy. So when you look at processes, they have to align with the purpose. And often they're missed. We didn't bring the IT team in and talk about purpose. We forgot them. We only talked to the sales team. Well, what a big miss. The IT team needed to know about purpose. They needed to be wrapped in purpose. Because if they were wrapped in purpose, the process would be so different. Does that make sense, Craig?
1: Yeah. I mean, just think of the, the power that that is. So you add purpose into all of the processes that, that you built to run your company. And all of a sudden, they, they mean something different. It's not just go do it this way. It's go do it this way because of the purpose.
0: Yeah, no one can be exempt. Yeah. Everybody's involved. Every, everybody's part of this, regardless of what department. So the last thing that I will, will tell everybody as, as a teaser to the next podcast is that the purpose that you choose must be clear and compelling. Everybody has got to know it. If everyone on the team can't tell you what the purpose is, you haven't done it correctly. Everybody has got to know the purpose. So it's got to be clear, it's got to be compelling, something they can talk about, something they're bought into, something they feel, uh, something they they can talk about from their heart, something that may bring tears to their eyes something that's emotional as Brian talked about earlier so you have to start with a clear and compelling purpose so if you don't have that we designed the book to help you create that it's one of the sections in the book and it's incredibly powerful and once you get to the point where the purpose is clear and compelling that's when speed of purpose begins that's when everything begins to change Uh, Brian I'll I'll leave it to you to close this out
1: yeah. So one last thing on that, that part. So the clear and compelling, um, just keep in mind simplicity. So Mark will talk more about this next, next week, but, um, simplicity is key to having something clear and compelling. You can't have a 15 page purpose statement, you know, it has to be simple, it has to be memorable, and, uh, you know, everybody be able, has to be able to speak to it. Uh, yeah, we
0: give some examples in mm-hmm. the book of purpose statements that we thought were, you know, a great significance. But again, the simplest ones have been the most impactful. Uh, Disney's purpose statement is create happiness. And they've been doing that for 60, 70 years. Yeah. <laughs> everybody knows about it. And it's everybody's job, whether you're the janitor or you're snow white. <laughs> <laughs> your job is to right. create happiness. Yeah, and it's it's a big deal. So <laughs> think about that. Mm-hmm. You know, is your team in, or your organization that narrowly focused, and you know has that level of simplicity? So right. Well, thank you, Brian. Uh, thanks for reminding me that. We're behind the curve here and got to get going.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're rolling again now. So um, thanks again, Mark. Uh, we'll talk to you next week.
0: All right, thanks, everybody.
1: Okay, bye. Okay, that'll do it from here. Remember, if you'd like virtual training for your team on Gapology, MBAR, or Speed of Purpose, let us know. Head on over to our website, Gapology.org, for more information. Everyone have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you soon. This has been a Gapology production. Visit us at
0: Gapology.org.